everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where we watch every episode of Dragon Ball, and then we talk about it in a fun, comedic way. We talk about the pros, the cons. Uh, we talk about all the star balls, all, all Goku's friends and family and whatnot. And then we, you know, we do a little improv. We, we get into some intimate things in our lives, maybe, perhaps. Mm. Maybe not. But either way... You're in for a treat. But before we get into that, we got to do something uh, called Kame Housekeeping. You know, got to get ready for the episode and got to clean up a little bit before the party starts. So uh, usually the first piece of Kame Housekeeping that we have to do is something called the One Minute Roundup. Well, here's your coffin. Uh, uh. June, yeah. I, mm. don't you think this is a little premature? <laughs> I just have a light cough. <coughs> no, here. I got this special ordered. Right, express creation now, from your wife. I, now, June, I know you're my wife. Now, I'm just concerned that you've gone and pre-bought a coffin for my inevitable demise, and I have not shown any signs of weakness. Perhaps I'm even stronger than I was four years ago. You know, I started taking that snake oil, and everything feels great except my nagging cough. <coughs> oh, I'm just getting prepared. Here's your tombstone. Did you read the etching there? Loving June, husband. Yeah. Loving father. Of course. And they put a question mark there in case we don't reach, unless we don't have kids. It's either or. Uh, well, I, I hope we bear children or else who would work the field? And I who mean, would- and <laughs> <laughs> uh, seed. So that's a little uh, warm-up Western scene that we like to do to get our improv muscles ready and give you a taste of some of the comedic stylings that you'll, you're going to hear throughout the episode. So now we get into the one-minute roundup proper, where Aaron... Ooh, Aaron, you have a mighty task before mm. you now. Because Aaron has one minute, that's 60 seconds, to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball until this point. Ladies and gentlemen, that is over a hundred episodes of content, and I'm talking dense, meaningful, impactful content that Aaron's going to have to summarize for you. Now, I hope that you lend an ear to what he's about to tell you. Gather around. Yeah, get close to your device. (laughs) Or your bellies full. (laughs) (laughs) And And the day done. The Kame House Party tribe gathers around the iPhone to listen to the tales of the old from the elders. These are stories they've passed down from generation to generation, from VHS to DVD. Now listen to one such story. In three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls that if you collect them all, you get any wish you want. <clears throat> and it mainly stars Goku, a little boy who loves karate and eating other people. So 
His adventure starts when he meets Bulma, who's looking for the Dragon Balls, and they team up with a bunch of other people to fight Pilaf, who's a little goblin that wanted to take over the world, but they stopped him. Then Goku trained with Master Roshi and Krillin to get good at karate. He entered a tournament, the Tenkaichi tournament, got second place. Then after that, he's like, well, I want one of those balls back because it belongs to me. Kind of. Eh, it's all like that. So he beats up an entire army uh, and a bunch of generals and all of them of those people. Then to finally get the one crystal ball he was looking for, or Dragon Ball, uh, he beat up a bunch of monsters and also his grandfather, who was a ghost. And then finally he got him back. Then he entered the Tenkaichi tournament again and got second place again. But now someone killed his best friend Krillin and that's he's killing monsters for revenge. And now the boss of all monsters is coming to fight him. Hey, Aaron did it. You did it. Too much Arby's. <laughs> Too much Arby's. Uh, I'll, I'll admit it. I got Arby's. Oh, that sounds great. I got some coops. Oh. I got some Market Fresh sandwiches, but still a little a little lethargic from that. Mm. Hey, look, if you're not satisfied with Aaron's Roundup, um, judgy much. Uh, also, <laughs> Blame Arby's. <laughs> Also, feel free to go back and listen to our old episodes. Uh, they go into all of those things Aaron described in way more detail and way more comedic uh, improv and way more just everything because we're a lot. And um, <laughs> before you start dating us, you should know. <laughs> you should know. We're a handful. We are. Ooh, we're just tenacious little troublemakers mm -hmm. once we get into that feed we're hard to get out uh <laughs> so go ahead and do that check out the old episodes some marquee episodes or any that we have guests on especially especially the 100th episode where we had a bunch of friends on to do some great improv it was a live show so what you're listening to is the audio recording if you ever want to see another live show, or if you're like, I didn't get to see a live, I didn't get to see it. This could have been really cool. It look, it sounds great. Then uh, tell us, and you know, maybe we'll, I don't know, schedule another one just for you. Yeah. Yep, in your home. In your home, we'll show up. <laughs> we'll, have us for dinner, please. We'll do it because we're hungry. <laughs> now that I heard Aaron had Arby's, I'm starving. Um, <laughs> yes. The natural reaction. The natural reaction to hearing Arby's. Uh, I'm hungry and I need some anime thing made out of cardboard. Boom. Shakalaka. I love that campaign. You can't tell me you don't love Arby's uh, Instagram campaign. Oh, where yeah. Where it's just oh. anime references on top of anime references. They threw in One Piece references. Who does that? I don't know. <laughs> everyone? Uh, everyone. Except us? Yeah, except us. We haven't gotten there yet. Um... But we st oh, you thought you got out of the Kame housekeeping section of this podcast, did you? You're wrong. <laughs> because there's one <laughs> final piece of Kame housekeeping that we have to do, and that's to let you know, the listener, maybe this is your first time listening and all of that was very foreign to you. Uh, I'm sorry for not introducing you sooner, but Aaron and I, we, we watch two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version, while Aaron watches the Japanese uh, English subtitled version. We do that. Uh, because there are plenty of discrepancies and things that don't get translated or context gets changed for certain scenes or lines or what have you to appeal to different audiences. And I find that hilarious. I think Aaron finds it hilarious as well. And we hope you do too. So, Aaron, I think we may have the same title on this one. Let's see. So we'll, we'll do it one word at a time together. Okay, okay. All uh right. 
episode one hundred and nine of Dragon, Dragon Ball. Title. Go, oh, title. Son Go Goku versus Piccolo. Piccolo. It's kind of close. I think it's pretty much the same. Yeah. An accurate translation of nothing else. Goku versus Piccolo. Perfect. Well, yeah. King Piccolo. Got to so, throw that. Well, king. there's only one Piccolo. Why would I need to distinguish him? All right. Well, uh, maybe we'll get into audible that wink, in audible another wink, audible hundred wink. episodes or so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. So just hold on to that. There's okay, a, I will. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, thank you. Thank you okay, so you're much. Welcome. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Bless your heart. Wait, what, what did I do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> did I tell you I got thrown around today? Oh, that's a story for another thing. Or maybe later I'll tell the audience. But uh, let's let's jump right into this. Uh, Roshi and company flying around in that little jet, scooping up Dragon Balls left and right. Um, but I don't know. I found this kind of tonally very weird. Because Roshi's like, oh, there's a fifth fifth ball. Let's land. But Tien is like visibly upset and a little preoccupied with the evil containment wave that he knows can defeat King Piccolo. Um, and is kind of like frustrated that Roshi won't say anything about it or teach them the move. And he's like, there's something about it that Roshi's not telling me. And it's like, yeah, he's not telling you anything. At all. The, his line in mine is, quote... I want to see the Mafuba at least once. Yeah. Followed followed by a then I can, but he gets cut off. Oh. So there's I might be misquoting that last bit, but it seems like something's up. Well, yeah, Tien feels that something's something weird is happening. Um yeah, that that line translates pretty directly to my episode. Yeah, he's like, I just want to see it once in my life. Uh. <laughs> like, but why? Yeah. What are you doing? It's like saying, oh, I really just want to see a nuclear explosion once in my lifetime. No, you don't. That would be cool. Yeah, Aaron. We I don't know. want it to happen. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you don't want it to happen, but you want to see it, but you don't want to see it. <laughs> you will call, promise me you'll call me if you set off your nuke, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. I don't care what time of night it is. Just uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Also, you'll probably be able to see uh, the air above, above where I am bursting <laughs> into flames, and uh, uh, yeah, catastrophe ensuing. But I'll, I'll definitely let you know. Cut to later that evening. <laughs> <laughs> What's that bright light outside my window? <laughs> Damn it, Vince! Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> brr, brr. I don't know. He's got this office phone ring. Hello. Um, did you forget something, buddy? Oh my God, Aaron! I am so sorry. It went off by accident. I had so, to watch it out here. Well, from, I had to watch it from a safe distance, and I barely saw anything. You had to watch it from a safe distance. I was running away from it in a Jeep, okay? <laughs> that sounds badass. It was badass. The rock was there, but look. Uh, what? Sorry, Dwayne, I'm on the phone. Yes, I you're want with, popcorn. You're, hang, you're, hanging out, you're eating popcorn no, with the light, rock? Light salt, remember? With light salt? <laughs> well, Dwayne, he's got... <laughs> 
he's got hypertension. He doesn't want many people to know about it. So everything's lights all for him. I don't know why. What? I don't know why I had to remind you. <laughs> uh, he's a hell of a driver, you, though. When did you become best Jeep friends with The Rock? When I dropped my, when I dropped my nuke, it started mm-hmm. beeping, and he just happened to be driving by. Mm. All right, all right. Just scrolling. All right, share a lot of Insta stories with you on The Rock. Uh, look. <laughs> eating, just eating cod. It's mainly you guys eating cod. Well, we love cod. I, don't I mean, it's great. Look, it's a great source of protein. I'm not. Right? It's not about the cod. It's like the cleanest protein you can get. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> Mate, look, I'm just saying my feelings are hurt. One, I didn't get to see a nuke. Two, the new wrinkle of me not getting to meet at least meet The Rock. Aaron, look, I'm really sorry, but this seems like kind of a you thing. And like this (laughs) this serious level of FOMO you have is bumming out Dwayne. Okay? Because I call him Dwayne because we're friends. And he's been talking about doing a One Piece podcast all all afternoon, (gasps) right? What? Uh, he's a huge. You haven't watched any One Piece. Uh, well, that's the thing. He had it playing in the Jeep. Hold on, let me scroll. Th- These are the stories are just you watching One Piece with the Rock <laughs> stuffed in your mouth full of cod. Yeah. Did you, did you scroll <laughs> further? Because then we're eating cod while playing cod. <laughs> uh, I don't mean. Look, I laugh because I'm surprised by all of this. But it's I'm still in a very hurt hurt place. Okay, look, Dwayne, can you? Yeah, all right. Well, he's sending like an Apache helicopter to your location. Okay, so when it when it gets there, no, my neighbors. Come on. Oh, now it's your neighbors. I thought you wanted to be a part of everything. I do, but I do have work in the morning. <laughs> Hey, look. It's like 3 a.m. I'm sorry. Did How can you eat that cod at 3 a.m.? He cooks it so well. He's got a sous vide machine. Oh, that sounds... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I can't really call in. <laughs> Dwayne, will you call in for Aaron? Yeah, if The Rock could call in to work for me, that'd be great. Yeah, no. No. I said no. Okay, so he'll do it. But he has to punch you in the stomach. Uh, that's, I mean, if you put it on Insta story, let's get, let's go. Bring that heli. Is it cool if we put it on Insta? Okay. Yeah, he's down. All right, great. Cool. See, there oh, it is. Uh, like, <laughs> fuck you, Doris, the old woman who lives underneath me. <laughs> hey, Aaron, <laughs> what, the, what the hell is that? Shh, open the window. It's my friend, The Rocks. And And see. And we all were best friends forever (laughs) and ever and ever. We ate nothing but fish protein. (laughs) We ate fish protein and lightly salted Orville Redenbacher. (laughs) There never were three better friends. Uh, We'll get used to that because this is what this episode... (laughs) Yeah. There's not... There's... There's not a lot happens, but there's not a lot of different things that happen in this right. episode. But it's still a very good, ep- unskippable episode. Yeah, I, I would in that vein. I would venture to say, like, I started getting legit feels of like when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z in this episode. The the menace in King Piccolo, the insurmountable. Like, how is Goku going to win this thing? Uh, 
like the animation, the fighting, every everything. I was like, this, ooh, ooh. It's like they're figuring out the formula right in front of our eyes. As they land, Mai tries to call King Piccolo through the intercom, but accidentally uses the loudspeaker so everyone can hear. Everybody heard. <laughs> um, and this is the first time that I realized this, that Goku doesn't know who King Piccolo is. He has no background right. or frame of reference for how bad of a dude he is. But is that true? Like, is that true? Because I thought at some point when Tambourine was beating him silly in that first fight that they had way back when, mm-hmm. when Krillin first died, he's still dead, by the way. Krillin is dead, in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, R.I.P. Krillin. Yeah. Don't change that Krillin dead or not signage on your shop window. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't change dead. it just yet. He's still dead. Uh, we'll we'll alert you when he's not. But until you're now, back, you're back from lunch at one fifteen, and Krillin's still dead. Yeah, for now he's safely in a cryo chamber in a capsule in Bulma's underwear drawer. Great. But what were we talking about? <laughs> I swear, Goku. This is how he acts. He acts like he doesn't know. He knows that. Oh, here is the guy that is the boss of the the creatures that right. killed Krillin. But as far as oh, here's this guy that. I'm not going to say almost took over the world. He took over the world for several years. Right. Yeah. But we do realize that Yajirobe is familiar with the name. Oh, it took him a hot second, but he knows. Yeah. Well, this is the first, this is the first person not in the immediate like Dragon Ball crew that knows what's going on or like knows who the bad guy is. Finally, a world weary traveler. Right. Which makes me. Student of history. Yajirobe, cosmic historian. Oh, he's watching. He's listening to that hardcore history. Of course, I love hardcore history. It's my favorite podcast. <laughs> I just ate a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't anyone date me? <laughs> oh, I would love to be featured on Nicole Byers podcast. <laughs> I'm a handsome guy. I'm super strong and fast. I carry a sword. I'm trendy. I can cook. I can cook. Oh, I can cook. You give me a beast of burden or just a, an incredibly large fish, I'll cook it. It tastes great. Uh, what else about me? Uh, I'm I'm a bit persnickety. I like things a certain way, and some people get turned off by that. But that's you know putting it up front. Oh my God, Karen, look. <laughs> I found this guy's profile on Tinder and he put a video in it. Yeah, he's he is talking for a very long time. I don't know Without where to cuts. swipe. I just don't know where to swipe. He is bending down to pick something up and I can see his little white underwear. Ooh, which way do I swipe? Because I like that. Um, uh, right? Whoop. Yay! <laughs> He said he's going to kill something for me and roast it over a hot flame. All I have to do is meet him in uh, a remote location in a wood or forest. Don't uh, let me go along with you. No, you're just going to try to steal him like you always do. Guilty as charged. That's why we're friends. <laughs> we, have, we have a casual combatness mm-hmm. that feels like friendship to an extent. 
I would say we are uh, romance rivals. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Not with each other. Not with each other. But if you got a man, I want that man. Yeah. Not with Mm -hmm. each other, though. Nope. That's why her faces are getting closer and closer. Yeah. I'm leaning in. Yeah, that's why I'm closing my eyes. That's why... Okay, I, I, I'm, I've reared back. I don't, want, I don't want anything to do with that. We're, we, together, are not romance <laughs> rivals. Yep, well established. I don't know why we keep repeating it. But maybe, as I lean in. I mean, I guess I have to, as rivals, we have to lean into each other. So here I go. Is that new perfume? It's the new Yeezy. Ooh, I love Yeezy. <laughs> the blueprint. <laughs> and Seed. <laughs> and Seed. Uh, he's going to do that now. Yeezy loves this podcast. He's going to come like, out. Yeah, he is. All this makes sense, right? Uh, uh, you know, we don't do any research on this show like about anything. So if that's a real thing, that means we just told the future. So, <laughs> Yeah, Jirobi, so frightened of King Piccolo, hands his Dragon Ball over to Goku. He's like, here you go, bud, I'm out. Slash, gonna hide behind this tree, a thing I'm good at. Uh, I was like, at that moment, I was like, yeah, this is the Yajirobe I remember. <laughs> yeah, cowardly. Cowardly and a bit of a prick at times. Uh, but still, you love him. You love him all the same. He just knows when he's outlicked. He does. He's very self. He's very aware of his limits. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's probably the most American character. It, yeah. In in the sense of like, I'm getting. So the other characters are very. If I can do my stand up back from the Apollo, ladies and gentlemen, thirty years ago, live from the Apollo, Aaron <laughs> Y'all ever notice how most Z fighters fight like this? I'll never stop until I win, even if it kills me. But Yadroby fights like this. I'm out of here. This guy's too tough for me. Gonna hide behind a tree and then strike when it's most opportune. (laughs) This guy's hilarious. (laughs) Well, that's my time. Bye. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Charlton, and C. C. Yeah, Aaron's been live at the Apollo. <laughs> what of it? Um, that's but it. Yeah. That's a, that's my only observation on this. Yajirobe is a realist. I think that's the safest way to put it. He knows yep. when to hold him. Knows when to fold him. Knows when to walk away. No Which way he did. To run. Yeah, he did that. So good for him. Pilaf and Goku. Pilaf comes down. Oh, yeah. Goku. Wait, Pilaf. I'm sorry. Caught you slipping. Too many peas. Mm-hmm. Arby's, get out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. Good. So, get your hat. Don't forget it. Oh, sorry. Like Come last on. time. It's 10 gallons. It's filled with ice cream. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, he already, he already left. Dang. So, <laughs> uh, 
Okay, the important thing to need, you need to know is that King Piccolo and Goku just kind of size each other up. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of recapping what's been going on. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, you're the person that killed my two kids. And he's like, I sure am. Because you're Only... one of your kids killed my best friend. Yeah. Uh, call it even. <laughs> I, I I think this is a perfect time to like start talking about... Um, because King Piccolo gives like a, a little monologue up at the top before he before he drops down uh, when Pilaf is like uh, sees Goku down there. And he goes, oh, God, it's that kid. He ruins every plan I ever have. And he says he says something that's like, I wish I wrote it down. I didn't write it down so we can just move on. I wrote other okay. stuff down, but it, King Piccolo's dialogue is menacing and pointed and well written in a way it is. that I have to make note of it because it's like. It's way different than any other villain Goku's fought at this point. Like, Tambourine is a bit over the top and goofy. Um, like, Tien had his inner conflict, so he wasn't really focused on anything. Uh, Yamcha was afraid of women, so <laughs> that was, like, a weird, you know, thing. And then, of course, like, the Pilaf and company, the Red Ribbon Army, they all had, like, major character faults or, like, some weird gimmick that was, you know, their downfall. But King Piccolo has been kind of strong in his resolve and his conviction to do what he says he's going to do. And it really comes through here. I think one of the last things he says in his wee little monologue is, You who amount to nothing more than ant shit. In reference to Goku. What? Keep going. He says he's nothing more than ant shit. Mm. And that really gets Goku's goat because he decides to speed it off fight while saying shut up you slug shit slug shit yeah and shit and slug shit why are we using these derogatory terms to describe one another now <laughs> i would love to walk down the street be like you piece of ant shit move like what ow <laughs> yeah just we're from nebraska <laughs> we're just we're just staring up and not moving while in the middle of the sidewalk. What's your problem? Oh, then I guess I better call you uh, centipede shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm covering my wife's ears and she's covering mine. Oh, well, guess what? Moths in here even with their ears covered up, you piece of moth shit. <laughs> I heard that. Are we, honey, are we moth shit? Because I heard that one. We are not moth shit. Anyway, I got to get to work at my advertising job. Thumb my nose at you, you dweebs. We're impressed. (laughs) And And see. see. We've deserved this. (laughs) It's authentic. (laughs) Uh, Now let's go to Sabaros. No, Sabaros is fine. Yeah. The best pizza is whatever's most convenient for you and doesn't make you sick. Look, Sabaros is fine. Just not... In in mid in Manhattan. No, if you live in New York, Sabaros is like, I don't know. It's like drinking water somewhere else. It's just not good enough. <laughs> Local references. Yeah, New York water is the best water. Period. Prove me wrong in an email <laughs> at Kame House Party. I look, bring it. You got good water where you live? Send it to me. Actually, don't send me any send water. Me. That is weird. <laughs> But tell me send where you me live. Your tap water. Can you please pay ten bucks to send me some tap water, <laughs> uh, so I can go? Nope, not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'll stream it. You you send me your tap water. I'll stream a water tasting. Uh, I don't want to put Who's that. Who's ready for the yet. tap water challenge? Who can beat New York City? Oh yeah. Oh, Is Aaron, it you, start- Kalamazoo? Aaron, we're starting a, a challenge, an internet challenge. That's right, tap water challenge. Who's got better tap water than New York? <laughs> Vince has lived in New York for several years and is an authority on tap water. This is true. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum. Speaking of challenges, Word. it's time for a bunch of fighting. Oh, this is such so, a good scene. Again, very Dragon Ball Z fighting mm-hmm. that we're seeing, especially lately. So Goku very fast pulls a, pulls a beat him up on King Piccolo. The point where King Piccolo like drops back. Oh on yeah. His back. Falls down. Which saying that there is someone in this world who could put my back to the ground. Yeah, uh my quote is What you did was unprecedented. I had n- no idea I could be knocked down. Like uh, what does one do in this situation? Let me think back. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Piss in the night away. <laughs> Piss in the night. I get knocked down. Piccolo, bro, I, I love this song. We'll always up. remember I it. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me. Well, uh, Have you <coughs> met Diane? What? This is Diane. Sorry, I was a little high. <laughs> Hello, Diane. Don't you like this song? Don't you want you like remember it and its advice? It's just uh, good life advice. Have you seen the size of my hands? You know what they say about a green guy with antenna with big hands. Uh, hold on. What are you about to say? <laughs> I'm coming out of my high. What? <laughs> tell me. The, tell me. Uh, uh, I'm just I was just making a joke about how you, you know, you need big gloves. How did you know? They're right there on the bar. You piece of literal Piss fly poop. Oh, oh, that's that's the song. Piss in the night away. I need I need another hit. <coughs> you stupid beetle shit. Oh, that hurt. I'll remember that for sure and use it on a child later in life. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I do. Get back up again. Seed. And that's why that's how he knew to get back up and then dramatically take his cloak off while saying, I shall show you in full detail the fierceness of me, Piccolo Damo Sama. Mm. In case you thought, wow, Aaron and Vince are doing like 100% perfect King Piccolo impressions. <laughs> thank you. But uh, there's a sinisterness that doesn't come across that was. You know, it's really it's, it's just watch this episode. Watch episode one hundred nine, um, and like if you've just been like kind of listening to the podcast tangentially, just watch this one. It may be the episode that you, you start being like, "I'm gonna keep watching from here on out," because that's how it felt to me. I wanted to keep watching after this one. Um, yeah, it ended very quickly. Yeah, it, it felt it. Yeah, it went it went by too quick. Unfortunately. Um, which is hard to say about Dragon Ball because usually the episodes last a little too long in some yeah in some sometimes. Areas. Um, but uh, I like the quote that King Piccolo said after he got up, and he's kind of like toying with Goku in how he's delivering his lines of dialogue because he is like at one point in one way he is very impressed, but he he hates 
uh, martial artist, as we know. Um, and he, he like respects and hates Goku's like arrogance and confidence. But he says like, you have such great strength. I'll do my best to keep up. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Then he winks a bunch of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> then uh, so strong. Ooh, wink, I can't wink. believe it. Wink, wink, what wink. am I gonna eye glow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his eyes glow. He's got like There's a flame a... aura. Yeah, some weird smoke effect. Yeah. Some orangey, billowy stuff. And then I wrote KP, that's short for King Piccolo, is mm-hmm, flexing mm-hmm. on Goku just. Putting his energy out there, pushing Goku back. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, flex how you want. He is he is ripped. He reminds me of like a J.K. Simmons when those when he just had the full beard and he was training oh, yeah. for uh, when he was Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. All right, Vince, I never watched Justice League. Does Commissioner Gordon show off them guns? Does he beat up anyone? I never saw Justice League either, so I'm no. just going to say yes. <laughs> because why did J.K. Simmons do all that work if he could not punch somebody or if like he w- if his yeah. sleeve didn't Weren't get there's- happenstancely ripped off? And then he's like, oh, my guns. Oh, my sleeve, my detective sleeves. <laughs> They're being ripped off by these parademons. Parademons! Time to bring you in for questioning. <laughs> Knuckle crack. <laughs> by questioning, I mean I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. Possession of my fist is nine-tenths of the law. (laughs) I have the right to bear arms. (laughs) Tears them off. And then a flex. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And in that scene, Superman's like on the other side of the the two-way mirror, and he's like, hmm, impressive. (laughs) Most impressive. Can we go to commercial now? Yeah, we can go to commercial. Great. There's something I was supposed to do with this commercial, but I don't quite remember. Let me think back. (laughs) I get knocked out. Vince! Hey, man. What? Huh? Look, I know we're having the time of our lives. Yeah. I'm smoking weed and cigarettes. <laughs> I'm drinking several liquors. You know what they call that in, in uh, the UK? They call that double parking. Ooh, I like it. I'll be sure to say that eventually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you ever think we'll have a podcast and you ever think we'll do that podcast for several years and you think we'll ever, I don't know, uh, go to an anime convention, specifically Anime NYC? Huh. Aaron, I, I never thought about that, but like we're in the present. So if we mm-hmm. do end up doing that in the future, yes. Yeah, in the future. I mean, I think it would be really important to tell people that we're going to go there <laughs> and like hang out and then maybe they could beat us. But uh, I just got to take a hit of the cigarette, <laughs> dragged it all the way to the bottom. <coughs> Ooh. Watch me chug this half bottle of daiquiri mixer. <laughs> You're a wild man. It's so sweet. But I did it. Oh, man. That's great. You know, I bet you when we, or if, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pie in the sky. We get it. Pie in the sky. If we, you know, end up going to NYC, 
I, it would be really, really cool if, uh, you know, we saw some fans there and yeah. enjoyed anime together. together. Yeah, I'd imagine we'd do it, and I'm just pulling these numbers out of my butt that I've been butt chugging with. Hey, butt chug, butt chug, <laughs> butt chug, butt chug. So we've <laughs> so I'd imagine we'd probably go on uh, Saturday, November seventeenth, twenty eighteen. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, that that's a nice round number to just put yeah, out yeah, into yeah. the ether. That, I mean, that just flows. That yeah, was off the dome. Yeah. Are you gonna do that rap battle upstairs? Because <laughs> this party is fucking lit. Uh-oh. I know this party's. Is- very late 90s, early 2000s as fuck, but I love it. Oh my gosh, Aaron, look who just walked in. Kevin Bacon! Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon! Fresh off the set of Hollow Man, what are you doing here at our place that we're also at? Hey guys, it's me, Kevin Bacon. And uh, yeah, Anime NYC, I heard you guys talking about that. That's a wild dream. You cats better remember this night. For the rest of your lives, your lives, nice. your lives. We want Kevin Bacon. Huh? Huh? Oh yeah, I know what we're supposed to do. <laughs> what? Visit our? <laughs> go to our local Arby's. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and they ran out the door to get Arby's. Leaving a sign that read, come see, come see Aaron and Vince, the, the, the boys from Comedy House Party, Anime NYC, on November 17th. That's a Saturday. Come we'll, hang out with us. Yeah, we'll be there all day. That's yep. what the sign says. Mm-hmm. There are two parts of the sign that you I'm reading verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bat. Hold on. Flip over. Flip it over. Yeah. It's, and it also says, this is me speaking, but then verbatim. <laughs> Contact us via our social media to see where we're at, and we'll come meet you. Uh-huh. And how. Oh. That's like the last line of copy at the very bottom yeah. of the sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, where'd Aaron and Vince go? To Arby's. Hey, wake up. Huh? What? Me? Oh, no, yeah. I've been awake. Everyone. Oh, great. Yeah. We haven't both been dreaming slash reminiscing? Mm, I don't think so. Anyway, Roshi, they're, they're Roshi, Chiaotzu, Tien, they're on a mountain mm-hmm. looking for more Dragon Balls. Roshi finds a Dragon Ball in the crevice of a boulder. He barely lifts it up to try and grab it. Uh, and the only way I can describe this is that it's when... You're on the couch, and your drink is barely out of reach. Oh, yeah. It's not out of reach if you stood up, if you just took a little more effort. But you would rather spend more effort than to take the effort you need to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the situation here. Pretty much. Like, we've seen Roshi's strength, and it's even demonstrated in this little scene where he lifts the giant boulder up with one arm, then reaches underneath yeah. to grab the ball. I mean, but- he could have just... He could have kicked it out of the way. Yeah, he could have. Or he could have called Tien, who would have used the the tri-beam cannon on it for no reason. Oh, got it. (laughs) Oh, my life. (laughs) There go my 50s. (laughs) Yeah, 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 sure, whatever. Starting uh, starting to doubt the whole life thing, but... uh... (laughs) Uh, 
But then Roshi grabs it, um, releases the boulder, which then tumbles after him in, would you say, Indiana Jones-like fashion? I mean, I don't know any other major comparison. This is true. I didn't know if there was a... In, uh, in the penalty is pinball fashion, I suppose. Hey, there we to, go. To keep it That's in universe. That's what I'm talking about. Callbacks, baby. Snaps for Aaron. Go back through. Come my house party. Episode something. The penalty is pinball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that was episode between 50 uh, 10 and... 10 or 11 or 12, right? 10 or 11 or 12? It's in the early teens. I thought it... Uh, that's Maybe Pilaf Saga, isn't it? Yeah, but wouldn't that be like the 20s? Look. No, that was Pilaf Saga. It took us about 13 episodes. It's one of the shortest sagas. All right. Let's 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 put a, let's put a bet on it right <laughs> now. All right? Put a bet on it? Yeah, let's put a bet on it. All right. And, and we're, we're leaving the listeners to do the research to find out who's right and who's okay. wrong. And just tweet at Kame House Party on who is right on this. The penalty I, for pinball. Penalty for is pinball. Is an episode that took I, place during the Pilaf Saga. Yeah, correct? yeah, yeah. I think that penalty for pinball falls between episodes 23 and 29. I think it's 10, 11, or 12. All right. There you Are have it. Are we going it. by episode of Dragon Ball or episode of our show? No, I'm talking episode of Dragon different. Ball. Episode of Dragon okay. Ball. Yeah 10, I still, yeah, 10, 11, 12. All right. All right. You you Mr. heard it. Mr. Mr. Cho, six episodes. Um, so wait, what's, what are we betting? If I'm right, what happens? If you're right, then I will give you a gift card for Arby's. Oh, you got me. Okay, okay. And if you're right, I will give you a gift card (laughs) to... Arby's. Oh man, so, roast beef is on the line. Yeah, we got roast beef and curly fries. We got to get we got to get more beef to squash this beef. Yeah, we we need beef to squash this beef. Yeah, so Thinly tell us who is right. We will follow through with this bet. Yeah, we won't look. We won't. <laughs> we won't. We will not look episode. because that is akin to research, and that is something we <laughs> do not do here. It's basically who do you want to win uh, some. Some curly fries dunked in Arby sauce. <laughs> Who uh, do you... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that's mm. it. So Roshi has the the three-star ball in hand. He's running away from this boulder. Yeah, we're back on the episode proper. Uh, he's, he's running away. Thinks he gets away. That boulder... That boulder can jump. Splat. We get a onomatopoeia. <laughs> a big old splat comes up on the screen. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Roshi loses his grip, dropping the three-star ball into a crevasse. They are very high up because it drops Forever. down into, yeah, into a forested area below. Mm-hmm. Roshi's okay, though. So. Roshi's fine. But then, you know who's not fine right now? Um, Goku? Yeah, Goku's not fine. Okay, good. I was, just, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where are we at in this fight? <laughs> Trick question. Me. Uh, no. <laughs> Goku is trying to resist King Piccolo's like power and his aura that he's forcing Goku back. Yeah, he's like, I can't move. Mm-hmm. What's going on? There's just a lot of wind. Yeah. A D- mighty wind. A mighty wind from the leering eyes of King Piccolo. 
and which he do, then takes this opportunity to uppercut a fool into oh the my air. Gosh, he does jump up into the air, then downer cut a fool <laughs> into and, the ground. Yeah, and then King Piccolo reaches into the <laughs> into the little crater that Goku's in, pulls him up by the scruff of his neck, and he does one of the meanest things I've ever seen done to another per- done to a person. Is as he's holding him up with one hand, he rears back and punches him in the face with the other, and then grinds his fist into yeah. his face. Does that? I mean, I don't want to find out. When I first watched it, it seemed like the grinding. Yeah, I guess that would suck if you're already punched in the face. Yeah, the the nerves are alert. Mm-hmm. It's quite um, literally, Aaron, adding insult to injury. Wow. I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have these soft, non manual labor hands <laughs> that I can't imagine someone being hurt by my fist. Hey, hey, quit trying to smother me with that pillow. Aw. Oh, I'm sorry. That was your fist? Ha. Well, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> oh, from... Dang it, Obama. What? That's not you. That's not that voice. Who? Former President Barack Obama. Is that you who I just punched? Now, Aaron, <laughs> glad you picked up that it's me. You can take off the hat and sunglasses and uh, Ninja Turtles trench coat. Come on. Well, I didn't want to have to do that because you know who's in this trench coat with me. Joey B. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I, I mean, I was wondering why you were nine feet tall <laughs> and trying to sneak into this movie. Well, Joe, and caused such a ruckus that I felt compelled to punch you. Well, look, I'm sorry about all that. Joey B, he forgot his ID back in Delaware, you see. And that's a Limerick, baby. <laughs> I also barred him from speaking, so he's not going to talk this entire time. Okay. I was wondering. He's, he's nope. just holding up a finger and shaking his head. Joe, what'd I say? No speaking. That's nonverbal or verbal. Your legs, legs don't talk. Sorry about that. Anyway, Can one you just run ticket again, to please? Han Solo. <laughs> you just seem like you have a lot of time in your hand, and it could maybe be used in a better way than seeing Solo, a Star Wars story. Well, what you, what you don't know is uh, Sasha and Malia, they love pranks. I'm trying to, trying to get them to watch my YouTube feed. <laughs> Oh, okay. I see. Hello, Mrs. Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you With get the camera. all this? All right. All right. Here's three tickets. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to charge you. For, yeah, I have to charge you for Joe as oh, well. Oh, come on. He's basically a kid. <laughs> Fine. I'll discount it. Boom. Roasted. Is that your tagline for your YouTube channel? Well, it is now. <laughs> And seed. Oh, I have not uh, done Obama in a while, and that did not feel good. <laughs> I'll work on it and be better next time. All right. Work on that Joey B. Yeah, got to work on my Joey B. Joe, if you're listening, still love you, buddy. Represent. D-E? D-E? Northside? If we can backtrack. Speaking of saying some weird things. Yes. Backtrack a little bit. Once, you know, he he down punches Goku, picks him up, says to Goku, Oh, you still you still live? Oh, okay. 
Hold on. Take two. Oh, you still live? Impressive. And then Goku says, mm, well, duh. <laughs> I mean, within the dialogue, it it's a bit more subtle than we're used to. Like King Piccolo isn't outright saying like, I'm impressed by your, you know, fortitude. Or, or he's not saying like, you think a child like you could stand up to the likes of me? He's like, no, it's like, your karate's got me like, whoa. Yeah. It's a lot more like, hmm. He's like, game recognized game, but maybe I'm LeBron James. <laughs> you're good, kid. But you're not that good. It, it feels like that's the, ten, the, the tone of this entire scene and fight, mm-hmm. which is refreshing from somebody who, you know, everybody in this anime just believes like, you're a kid. Kids can't fight. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm just going to try and punch you real quick. Ah, well, I'm dead. Oh. Hubris, I suppose. Yeah. Fuck me, right, for assuming the kid couldn't fight. <laughs> like, that's on me. Fuck me. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> All right, God, you don't have to rub it in. Oh, sorry, you <laughs> so can which, hear me? Which mansion's mine? We're in heaven. <laughs> that's what I heard. You get a mansion. Uh, you do... It's over there. Yes. Ooh. A little more uh, leopard print than I thought. Look, I'm not a real great interior designer. You saw how Earth is laid out. It's gross. That's why I had to separate Pangea. <laughs> uh, Earth is gross. <laughs> separate. Just get uh, Frank Lloyd Wright or someone. He's dead, right? Correct. He wanted to stay in purgatory. He said there's better really? feng shui. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty empty. He loves it there. <laughs> Him and those babies. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, did that oh. change? Oh, right. that's right. That changed. I'm sorry. Common misconception. Look, I talked to the Pope. Babies don't go there anymore. Okay, good, 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 good. Oh, dodged a bullet on that one. PR <laughs> I mean, nightmare. There is just a pile of them back there. Hmm? <laughs> There's just a pile of babies back there. I'm just going to step in front of that line of sight. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're not crying. They're just sitting politely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which is not creepy. It's somewhat endearing, but look, it's kind of an eyesore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those angels are slowly putting cones up. (laughs) Gabriel, Fabio, work faster. (laughs) Fabio. Okay. You've got it, boss. It's not the same Fabio. The one that's down there, he's he's going to live for a lot longer, okay? <laughs> no, I assumed. I knew they were angels. Oh, okay, great. Anyway. Well, I mean, both, both Fabios. Am I right? Uh, you sure you belong up here? <laughs> what? Yeah. Off to my mansion. Okay, now that you're in, I can't evict you. Close. Squatter's rights. <laughs> And scene. Look, if you just just get your deposit, (laughs) your first month and your second month for heaven, then claim squatters' rights. (laughs) We broke the code. We broke the code. Uh. Download my ebook, $29.99. Learn how to hack your way into heaven. (laughs) Life hacks to get you into heaven when you're dead. These are the these are the government programs that God doesn't want you to know about. If you check this one box on your tax form, <laughs> you're guaranteed to get to heaven. 
get $30,000 from the government to write a book and also go to heaven after you die. Oh, but... uh, Oof, oof, oof. Speaking speaking of heaven and dying, our boy Mm -hmm. Goku is taking a licking because as King Piccolo was holding him up by the scruff of his neck, Goku did the most Goku thing ever and bit him on the thumb. Yep. And this enraged King Piccolo to the point where I, I felt like this was kind of a bit much because we've seen Goku take some beatings but this one in particular was pretty hard to watch because King Piccolo picks him like raises him up and then slams him back first onto like a a boulder or a mm-hmm. rock Goku still won't let go so then he takes his other arm and then people's elbows him through that rock ugh and then he kicks Goku. Ah. And then he checks his hand. And he bleeds. And yeah. And then he says, all that work for a drop of blood. Wait, did he say that in yours? No. <laughs> It'd be cooler if he did. I know. I was waiting for a line like that. So I really what? was. There was no line. He just like looks at it and is startled, then sucks on it like a yeah. <laughs> like a five-year-old. He does suck cut. on it like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> but why was there no line? Like, no one makes me bleed my own blood. Wait, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Shit, shit. I've seen, I've seen it happen to humans and then they die. What's going on? <laughs> or, or, mm, so that's what that looks like. And then he uh, sucks on it. Oh, we, even though we're very different, we both bleed red. <laughs> and I think we should focus on our common uh, things that have... I think we should focus on the things that uh, don't divide us. Sorry, I'm not good at positive words. You know, a line like that. Yeah, just a line like that would have been nice. But hey, this episode is still a 10 out of 10 for me thus far. So then we get King Piccolo. He ain't done. Oh, no. He holds out his finger. Um, there's some energy projected from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, I dare say it's beam-like. Ooh. It's not that special, though. I mean, yeah, it's all right. I mean, the force of a cannon. Oh, for 100% sure. There's there's yeah. the force of a cannon there. Mm-hmm, in a beam-like motion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, I mean, I haven't seen anyone else do it, so... No. It's kind of special. Feels a little common, though. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Feels a little freckled, is what you're saying. Uh, Goku dodges. King Piccolo plays that game of like kind of whack-a-mole. Yeah. He's toying with Goku at this point. Wearing Goku out. Yeah. Um, to the And, you know, that culminates with uh, another face-off where uh, King Piccolo, I like this line, as Goku is like, you know, visibly tired and can't really keep up. He says, you must know. There is no escape. Oh, no. Now you have to choose your demise. Something like that. I, th- I think I miswrote it, but it's something like that. And I was like, solid line. You want to go line. out with a punchy or a blasty? <laughs> I'll do a, I, I'll do a cookie. Kicky. I'll do a kicky cookie. A kicky cookie? Which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll feed you this cookie while I kick you to death. That seems fair to me. You've been a worthy opponent. That's like, nope. 
I thought I had something and then it left me completely. Oh, that's fine. Much like that delicious Arby's. Oh, I'm so Slowly hungry. Slowly my body. <laughs> Stop saying Arby's. So Goku uh, doesn't really have much of a choice. It's 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 down to the wire. He's He's got to do the thing. He's got to pull those hands back. He's got to say Kamehameha oh, really yeah. slow. He does it. He gives He gives his last... It looks like this is his last technique. He's been saving this one. Mm-hmm. Fires that Kamehameha wave. King Piccolo's a little scared because he thinks it's the Mafuba for a second. Mm-hmm. Almost for the tone of the episode, almost like out of left field exaggerated, you know? like He's like... <laughs> like he's terrified and then realizes what it is. Then he takes it to the chest like a man. Oh, a direct hit, Goku says. Yeah. And then as the dust clears, as the, li- as the seizure-inducing lights calm down, we get a King Piccolo looking smug. Quote, did you just do something? Oh, that's a good line. That's a good line. Did, I don't think I had a line like that. Did online. you do that? <laughs> did I do that? What you talking about, Goku? New phone, what that? <laughs> really, what are phones? What, what are phones? I was trapped in a rice cooker for a <laughs> hundred plus years. You notice how humans die between the ages of 50 to 75? And I just keep living on forever. What up with that? What up with that? Uh, but That's yeah. my time. What? That's his power. <laughs> uh, ultimate what up with that power. Uh, but that, that's pretty much it. That's the end of the epi. We have... Even Goku is scared now. Terrified. And as the announcer says, will Goku end up dead? It's just Goku in the most horrified face I've ever seen on that boy. Oh, yeah. Because he needs some backup from his friends. Mm-hmm. Named Yajirobe. Yajirobe. Still behind that tree. Still unnoticed Just, by King Piccolo. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He knows how to hide. He'll, I'm sure he'll come in and help at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not don't even know. in a very future date. No, yeah, I, I bet Yajirobe's conscious. <laughs> Drives him to do the right thing. Spike Lee. Um... <laughs> Speaking of the right thing, someone finally did the right thing and wrote to us. Ooh. It's uh, from Delmon Strongarm. Power, power listener now? I think you've been upgraded. Ooh, power listener. Ooh. I'm flexing my muscles for him, Ooh, but he yeah. cannot see. Full of Mirio, baby, because you got that power. Power. <clears throat> Delmon writes, hey, guys. A while back, you asked what kind of robe Yajirobe was wearing, and it's more important to notice the way he wears it. I saw Seven Samurai when I was a little kid, and I've been into them ever since. I don't do research, but I have, so I'll tell you a little about it. Okay, all right. Everyone all right, yeah, settle. Yeah, yeah. Take notes. Okay. I've got my pen. All right. Yajirobe is a ronin, masterless samurai, and that's why he has shaggy hair instead of the top knot much like Musashi. And that's why he dresses casually instead of formally. Also, his weird man thong is just historical Japanese underwear for men. The way he dresses is to show that he is a ronin. And most Japanese would pick up on this. Think of a cartoon police officer as opposed to a cartoon park ranger. 
although their uniforms are similar, simple differences are easily, easily noticed by Americans. I remember you saying that we could submit our own one-minute roundup, but I like the way you guys do it, so I'll leave it to the professionals. And professionals are in quotations, that I don't know if I appreciate that. <laughs> I do. Just, if you're going to compliment us, compliment us. Come on. Yeah. Continues to write. But having seen all of Dragon Ball and Z and having read all the manga, it got me thinking about the formula that the series follows. Ooh, consider okay. this. <clears throat> Every character that isn't Goku starts off as an adversary, and depending on the character, Goku almost always fights and then befriends them or basically destroys them. Examples, Goku fights Bulma, car pistols versus boy, but befriends her. He fights Oolong and they become friends after he saves Oolong from falling. Guillermo, Yamcha, on and on. Even my boy Karirin is Goku's adversary until they become friends, but Pilaf of the Red Ribbon Army are defeated, but not befriended. Roshi is Jackie Chun and Tian Shin Han are rare cases where he doesn't defeat them, but friendship and respect are still reach. I know this is long-witted and it's deep thinking for a children's cartoon comp book. Nah, baby. No, this is exactly what we wanted. <laughs> but I think it's a good message and a testament of good storytelling on Toriyama's part. Anyway, thanks again for all the laughs and keep up the great work. I came for the Dragon Ball and I stayed for the Nick Cannon hatred. Delmon Strongarm. P.S. The O-N-D part of Delmon is pronounced like Almond. Und. L-O-L. Mm. Delmond. Okay. Sorry. That was from Delmund Strong. Delmund Strong. Guys, we don't screen these. I just go <laughs> top to bottom. Uh, here's some like fresh Ikea Nick Cannon hates. Hey, Nick Cannon, I know you're out there listening. Fuck you. Also, PPS, fuck Nick Cannon. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I like to hear. Delmund. That coward. Delmund. Almond. Delmund. Yeah. Delmund. Delmund. You got it. You got it, baby. You got it. Uh, thank you. That was great. Yeah. I don't think that was too long at all. Oh, so he is intentionally a Ronin. Mm-hmm. And now I know. I really, like, for the life of me, I had no idea that's what Yajirobe's whole deal was. And I've watched, you know, all of this and all of Z before, so. Yeah. I knew Samurai, but not this in depth. I honestly just thought he was a dude with a sword in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain sword boy. Mountain sword dude. Well, boy, now. Yep. Dude, later. Boy, now. Dude, dude later. later. <laughs> <laughs> Marsha, boy, now. Dude, dude later. later. Sorry, she's new to high society. <laughs> she still uses the silverware from the inside out. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Look, I was at the store today and I saw someone go, dude now and boy later. I nearly vomited oh, in my own mouth. A gasp. I gasped audibly. I said, gasp. Uh, my monocle almost fell out from you recanting that story. I stormed out of that food lion like nobody's business. <laughs> I didn't pay for a thing. I do all my shopping at the Aldi's. Oh. That's why I'm so rich. Because of the great value. You know, it is a great value. I'm going to start going there with you. Yeah. We sh mm, yeah, we'll make a day of it. <gasps> a whole day? We'll take the yacht. <laughs> that, that will take us to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. That will take us to my Ferrari. <gasps> Ooh. That will take us to American Ferrara. 
Yes. For a meet and greet? Yes, of course. She loves doing that right before I shop. <laughs> then second Ferrari. Mm. Then a Tesla for like a minute. Well, before it would be auto driving. And we wouldn't be able to fit all of our groceries into mm -hmm. a, yes. those Ferraris or America Ferrera. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't ask her to carry groceries. She's America's dream. She is the American dream. dream. Given life. Did you know that? That she was an experiment to personify the American dream? Mm. Did you know that she gives me life? <laughs> it's a real Iron Giant situation. Oh, I loved that movie. Vin Diesel was perfectly cast. Yes. She, Vin Diesel does the voice for America Ferrara. <laughs> As well. And scene! <laughs> this is too much! <laughs> what? You don't want to be rich people just saying crazy ass shit? <laughs> Crazy ass rich people. Uh, uh, don't give me money. I'll waste it on meet and greets with America Ferrara. I've never seen Superstore. <laughs> Wait, you've never seen Superstore? Nope. Should I? I think Jane the Virgin. Nothing. Uh, I, I passed on Jane the Virgin. I did Maybe watch a couple episodes. Maybe Sister of, of the Traveling Pants. Bits hmm? and pieces. Oh, I didn't watch that, but I did watch Ugly Betty, and I watched. Uh, oh, yeah, she was a... Why do I know... She has been a part of our lives for so many years. Yes. And no one knows it. Nobody knows it. She's just quietly... Like, quietly uh, like it's time to use our, our platform. Our oh, yeah, we got to Wide-reaching platform. <laughs> to plug... To help America Ferrera out. She's having some trouble. Yeah, if you want to help out America Ferrera, <laughs> just check us out at ComedyHouseParty.com. Comedy House Party at, on all the social meds and feeds. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram. We on that Spotify. Uh, if you like this show and you think other people you know might like this show, we encourage you to auto-download it onto their phones or devices. And then, you know, we, we, we get new listeners. And then we can do more stuff. And we have a wider reach, so we can then do even more stuff. So... Do that for us, uh, and we'll love you forever. Keep writing in. Keep engaging on social media. As, as a for instance, one person saying, Dear local convention. I'm sorry, this is a bad impersonation of you. <laughs> um, dear, I'm going to keep doing it. Dear local convention, I'd love to have Kame House Party as a guest. Why don't you invite him, you, you butts? And then that convention owner is going to be like, Well, only one person requested this guest i'll toss this email in the trash bin on my computer delete but if several of you do it mm -hmm. say i don't know what the uh for this instance i'll just say 20 say 20 of you did it and you wrote the exact same email yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. 20 Ugh. hold on that's you Fuck, i'm mixing up these <laughs> impressions anyway what up you you guys get what i'm saying right it. the more people who bug convention goer convention the more people who bug, people who run conventions, the more likely we'll be seen and we'll be, we'll be given the guest treatment. He's right. He's then, right. Then they'll pay us to go there. And then you get the ultimate payoff yeah. of knowing that you contributed to getting us there. And then you reap the benefits by getting yeah. to see us live and hang out yeah. with us and talk to us and stuff. Yeah. And we reap if the benefit of meeting you because... You're the best because you listen yeah. to this podcast. It's it's a symbiotic relationship. Look, we are Venom. You are Eddie Brock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let us bite the heads off people for you. Yeah, because we 
our Kame house Kame party. House. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whether you're been joined with an alien symbiote, whether <laughs> you're just remembering that one song by Chumbawamba, or whether you're America F- Ferrara, <laughs> you know what you got to do, baby. You got to gotta keep fighting. God. God. Everyone's super stoked.